Warning, this podcast contains hot takes, cliched opinions and strong language. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, 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 hey! Hiya, it's Rob, down in the park, clearing up McDonald's wrappers after a bunch of bastards. I'm not just down here randomly, it's my job, I look after a park. On this episode of Records and Bands, I'm going to be talking to my brother Sam. We're going to get through the the list of records. Fuck, there's some more uh, rubbish over there. That's it. Salt and Vinegar Sticks wrapper. So we're going to be talking about our favourite records, why, why they're our favourites, what they mean to us. And that'll be the basis for the podcast going forward. We'll pick a record off of that list. Each week we'll listen to it properly, no skipping. And then we'll come together and have a chat. Had some fun yesterday when uh, my wife told me that uh, my daughter's friends were coming to call on her, take her out. And then there was a knock on the door and I went and opened it. And to quote the Manic Street Preachers, it was a mess of eyeliner and hairspray. My daughter's hanging out with the goth kids. How cool's that? I told her she could uh, order some black eyeliner if she wanted. Anyway, back to the recording we did earlier. Do you know, it was really good just to sit down and talk shit with my brother about records and bands and all that stuff. I hadn't realised... Uh, hadn't realised how long it had been since I actually uh, had a fun conversation with someone that wasn't my wife or the kids. We chatted on for about two hours and... Who knew I had two hours to talk about records in me? But yeah, I had a blast. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Next time we'll actually be talking about some of the records that we've listened to for the first time off each other's collections. I expect at some point in the future we'll even listen to new records, new bands, new artists, maybe even records that my kids like. Right, hope you enjoy the show today. More to come. We've each made a long list, and at some point we will pick a record for the other person to listen to off of these lists. So we'll listen to it from beginning to end, two or three times yeah. through the week, and then we'll come together and discuss them, do what we think. Okay, right. go for it. So on my list, obviously, it's going to be a Pearl Jam record. Mm-hmm. I'm going with no code because yeah, I think, and I think it's different enough to what you think Pearl Jam are. Shite. I think you. No, no, I don't I, think that. About no, I think you think of Alive and Even Flow and Jeremy. I think Rearview Mirror is a great track. I think No Code is. It's just so different to anything else they've mm. done. I think it will surprise you. I'm then going with the Wonder Stuff. Never loved Elvis. Well, it does have the size of a cow and welcome to the <laughs> cheap seats on it, but it also yeah. opens with Mission Drive, which is an absolute banger, and mm-hmm. Inertia, which I think is maybe track seven or track eight. It was probably was Size of a K that made me think, oh, that's a fun mm. song, isn't it? Size of a <laughs> yeah, K. Yeah. But then it was one, that was the album that opened me up to Wonder Stuff. Construction that, for yeah. the Modern Idiot is really good as well. Mm-hmm. And if you go back a few years, a couple of years before, Hup is, is really good. But that's the one that right. sort of introduced me to them. I would say they were, if you think the Levelers, 
but mm-hmm. not shite. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, okay. Next one on my list is Debut by Bjork. That was the first not guitar, bass and drums album that I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. And it was the first time I felt that, I really felt that music could be art as well. It was something different yeah. that just made me think, oh, hang on, there's more out there than guitar, bass and drums. Two more, one you'll definitely like. I don't know if it's on your list or not. Stranger Than Fiction, Bad Religion. Hmm. You know, it's not on my list, but that is, is it, a great album. Like, yeah. I think then, is there maybe two weaker tracks? Television, I know it's got, I know it's got no, Tim on it. There's but, Tim's on that one, yeah. But Yeah, yeah so great album. Next one on my list is Sleeps of Angels by Neil Young. And it was the first Neil Young album I bought. It's an absolutely beautiful record. So yeah. good and not what I expected it to be. Go on, so let's hear what you've got. So the first one on my list was the first one, as soon as you mentioned it. It's the first album. Anyone asks me, what's your favourite album? What's your most influential album? It is Panic Prevention by Jamie T. Stylistically, it captures so many of the things that I like. So it's kind of... It's a punk album at times. There's a lot of strong Ian Jory influences in his sort of like his way with words. There's a bit of hip hop in there. There's a bit of scar in there. It's amazing. It's my, it is without doubt my favourite album of all time. Second one on my list is probably my second favourite album is Nebraska. It's just so good. I think Nebraska is amazing. Don't listen to it very often. Yeah, I think it's one of those. I'll have a bit of a spree of listening to Springsteen, mm. and I'll put like three or four albums on back to back in a day, and then I might not listen again for three yeah. months. But again, yeah. he made he's another one where I've heard stuff from the last twenty years to the first mm. twenty years. Yeah, there's a dodgy, there's a dodgy Springsteen period. Yes, yeah. he, he says it himself. You yeah. know. Now the next one I got is "Is This It" by the Strokes. I was surprised to see that on your list. That's that is that is proper good. What was like that? Two thousand? Uh, yeah, somewhere around so there, I ten, guess. So that's like but, ten, years, ten years after. Never mind in that, then, isn't it? So yeah, I'm just going to Google it. Um, Christ. So I'm on my work laptop. It's not bringing back results because the the cover is a bare ass, but it's it's a great album. And again, it's I think it's it's a punk album. Really, I think it sounds like the Ramones. If I'm being, you know, I think if the Ramones released an album in the 2000s, it would sound like the Strokes. So a couple more then. So Ian Jory, New Boots and Panties. I saw the Blockheads a couple of years ago at the Rhythm Tree Festival. I bet they were great. Yeah, well, good. Love that album. Yeah. I, um, Plastic Patricia is the greatest song I've ever heard. I reckon I've like, heard Dad playing it. Yeah. I, I don't own it. I, uh, I think I've got Dad's copy, to be honest. Oh, there you go. So then I'll give you two more because they kind of come together. Go on then. This is one again. These are a bit later than sort of when we said mm-hmm. about the 2000s. It is, it's early 2000s, but Hard Fi stars a CCTV, which you might not like at all. And I, I think it's great. One track in particular. I what, what, what was their famous track? Or it is Hard big, to Beat. That's the one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's the only track um, I know. Then. Produced by uh, Mick Jones. Oh, from The Clash. Mm. Cool. Yeah. And if you, yeah, no, I think you should, like, yeah, I might make you listen to that because there are, you can tell, once you kind of, you can, you can hear kind of mm-hmm. quite strong clash influence there. And then for me, the best album of the sort of second wave of Britpop, if you will, 
over-the-counter culture by The Ordinary Voice. You love them. I remember you love really them. loved them. Love them. And that album, again, you can hear the Scar influences and sort of like the punk influences. Great album. So it's on there. Um, come on, then. What you got? What's next? Right. First gig I went to, me and Stuart went to watch Terrorvision. So I'm giving you how to make friends and influence people. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to list. I've loved like, mate, mate, there's a couple Good of tracks. There's a couple of the tracks that aren't great. Live, they're, they're probably... Yeah, well, it was the first gig I went to. The support band went on to become the most disappointing live band ever. I saw Feeder supporting Terrorvision at Newport, and they were amazing. They were fast, and they were funky, and, mm. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. were just really good. And then their album came out, and it was like a different band. And then every time I saw them, they were just disappointing. I saw them on a double headliner, with Everclear. I can't remember if it's the Civic or the Wolfram up in Wolverhampton. Mm. Everclear are amazing. Mm. But Feeder are just always disappointing. They're the band I've seen the most <laughs> and not enjoyed, apart yeah, from that you one 45 like minute that, session. But How to Make Friends and Influence People, I think there's maybe just two, to... two weaker tracks, but Pretend Best Friend is a fucking riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bouncing Around to Oblivion, Stop the Bus is great, Discotheque Wreck. Oh, My Hags on that one? No, that's on Formaldehyde, that's on the first one. Right. Terrorvision, How to Make Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. In that little discussion, we touched on the worst, uh, sorry, one of the best support bands that became one of the worst bands ever to see live. Yeah. One of the greatest support bands I've ever seen. Annette. I know exactly where this is going. Group Dog Drill. Yeah, yeah, Half Nelson. Mate. Yeah. Because I I've seen I saw them at their own gig down in TJ's, yeah yeah, um, and that that, that oh, was good. But I saw them twice with Motorhead and maybe twice with Therapy. I like that. I've seen them more saw them more as a support band than at their yeah. own gigs. They felt like if you didn't if you weren't a good crowd, they would take you out the back and beat the shit out of you. Basically, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. And yeah. I think that album's brilliant. But like as a live band, they're yeah they're being my like if you said you can only go and see one band again, what you've got one one gig left for your whole life, they'd be in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I might not choose them, but they'd be in the conversation. Mm. And it's one of those bands that probably people haven't heard of, or mm. you know, they didn't get as big as they could have done. And then, go on, I'll give you. So what's that? Ben Folds Five. Oh fucking Ben Folds Five. But yeah. Okay. You, yeah. I re- again, I yeah. reckon you've heard Brick. And yeah, Brick's on. Yeah, and Battle of Who Could Care Less. No, The Luckiest. That's an amazing song. Yeah. Ben yeah. Folds, is, I think, at time of recording, is the greatest living songwriter in the world. In one song, he can make me smile, laugh, cry with happiness, cry with despair. He can make me yeah. want to hug my kids. His, his lyrics, yeah, I, honestly, hmm. mate. Well, well interestingly... I'm, I'm going to give you... Let me finish, I'm going to give you the debut self-titled album because in 1995 when grunge even though Kurt had passed when grunge was at its height Stone Temple Pilots Alice in Chains were still going um, Bush all this silver chair all this second wave yeah, if yeah, you like yeah. Ben Foles comes along with a piano and mm-hmm. a drum set and a bass yeah. player and mate some of the bass lines that Robert Sedge plays on that first album are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm into it. But that first there one is, is, 
yeah, we all, you always take the piss because you know I always I love Pearl Jam, absolutely love mm-hmm. Pearl Jam. But if I had to choose between, I'd choose Ben Folds every time. Yeah, I listen to Ben okay. Folds more than I listen to anything else, and I don't think there's an album I listen to more than any other. I, I don't have a favorite Ben Folds song. No, I just love Ben Folds songs. You know how some artists like Springsteen again is. His songs feel fairly autobiographical. Yeah. I'm long past buying into that illusion that a songwriter writes songs about themselves all the time mm-hmm. and everything they say actually happened to them. You know, Springsteen creates a character. He puts himself into that character. What would the character do in this situation? Yeah. Multiple girlfriends called Mary. Yeah. You know, we get a song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when Ben Fole says, the bitch went nuts, she slashed my basketball and the speaker to my stereo and then she called me a <laughs> that actually happened i reckon you know yeah. what i mean i don't believe he deals in metaphor <laughs> yeah yeah but, yeah no but, yeah. I'm, into it. I'm up yeah yeah, so, yeah i have all these albums on my list i think that is that's the one artist i want to convince you about okay because i think he's he's a yeah fair enough we might even be going straight in with him no kissing great um, and then on similar vein, last one for a minute. Oh, no, I'd give you a couple. Again, might not be this artist's best album, but it's the album that got me into him, and that's Figure Eight by Elliot Smith. And then um, one I know you'll love is um, Trouble Gun. More riffs than Metallica. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, Trouble Gun's great. So next one, I remember, that I think, do you know what? I think this is when you probably were away, and it is probably one, because I remember listening to it with our itch. I borrowed off Sam's mate, I taped it, took it back to him, went back home, listened to it all the way through. Rich came in, listened all the way through again with him. And that, the, the, the first Transplants record. So Tim um, Armstrong, Travis it, Barker. Um, Diamonds and Guns. Diamonds and Guns. Yeah. It's just so good. It's just so good. And it's one of those that, like, to, to sort of what I do in the, with the band, it broke down things for me. It was like, well, yeah, you can, you can put piano on a punk song. Yeah. You can, you know, and it's, it's just great. Just going back, just quickly, I think Ben Folds is a punk as fuck. No, yeah, you know? yeah. And I I think that whole punk thing is, yeah. is, is a mess. You've probably heard this quite a bit, Rancid 2000. Do you know I haven't? No? Huh. And again... I knew I, you would have heard a lot of Wolves and Life Won't Wait. I love Life Won't Wait. That's yeah, my favourite record. Oh, my favourite favorite Rancid record. But then I think that one came out while I was away. When I came back not long after, as Indestructible came out in about yeah. 2002, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. got that one. I think I missed that one. I never sort of went back and picked it up. And the thing is, so you they went from like that massive, and it is an epic life, won't we? Isn't yeah. it? It's, it's it's a big record. And like round to 2000s, like 18 songs, and it's 20 Half minutes. Half an hour, long. like, yeah, yeah. And it's just. Like, oh, sorry, quickly might... on Rancid. Have you listened to Tim's solo album, The Poet's Life? Yeah, great. Yeah, it's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had that on last weekend, and nice. I thought that was really good. That's yeah, the first time good. I'd actually listened to, sat down and listened to an album for ages, and it's only because it flashed up because I'd been listening to something else. Into Action on that's a great song. So then I've got a couple that uh, are slightly stuff I got into quite a bit later, so probably only in the last, well, one, the first one's a Sleaford Mobs album, Divide and Exit. They're, I think they're a really, really good band. And again, they from being in, in a band and writing songs, they, they again broke down the idea that songs had to be a certain way and like lyrically songs had to like be a certain thing. Whereas the bloke from the Sleaford Mods, it's just like 
it's just like a stream. Yeah, of stream like, of consciousness type. Yeah. I think yeah. I've heard Job Seeker. Yeah, yeah. Is that on that or not? Is that no, on that it's record? not on no. that. Um, and um, I, this is I've the one only, after that. Right, I've only heard them because they were on um, Adam Buxton's podcast. Yes. And yeah, they yeah, came yeah. over really well. And mm. I actually, like, from just from listening being interviewed, I thought they carried the spirit of punk. Yeah, yeah. From yeah, the seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like, I thought, and I thought, oh, that'd be worth a listen. And I know you knew you liked it when I put you mm. on the podcast. And I don't expect you to listen to it yet. No, I have actually. Yeah, I right. have. It's nice because you see, you hear a lot of, uh, of Jason, the, the singer, yeah. but you don't hear much from the other fellow. I can't remember no. his name off the top of my head. Um, but he, you know, had quite a bit of chat, yeah. which was nice. Um, um, and divided on, exits the album that I heard first. So right. that's how I sort of. Yeah. You know, that was my entry point as well. Then I've got Green Day Ducky, obviously. I think we need, yeah, obviously. But again, I think there's going to be a wider Green Day conversation at some point. I, I, well, actually, saying that, I don't know if there will be because where do you like, we'll have a quick one now, quick Mm. chat about Green Day now, and then we'll see where we go. Where are you with Green Day? Like, what? Like for me, like oh. I, I had I had Ducky, uh, Leon had it on tape, and we used to listen to it in on the way to school and on the school bus, sharing yeah. sharing earphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went back and got and heard Kaplunk and Smooth mm-hmm. Dope, Slappy Hours. I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I preferred those first two records to anything that came after. Yeah, like Paper I, Lanterns um... and. 2000 light years away yeah stuff like that i yeah. really love that um i but i then, remember the green day album insomniac since... i listened to yeah i think i had that album. um and then i didn't bother with after that yeah and i yeah, thought i see i listened to is it nimrod after that one yeah and nimrod, that, that, yeah, that's got time of your life on it yeah 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 and then warning i thought was terrible Yes, right. Interesting thing about Warner. And then that's um, it. And then American Idiot and all of that. I oh, I can tell you. Like, see, I, I know loved it, but... American Idiot when I heard it. Mm. I heard it and I thought, this is really good. And I liked the fact that it was a, a bit different. I liked that about Warning as well. Then they brought out the follow-up to American Idiot. And I said, if this is just going to be American Idiot Part 2, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 it's not, it's not. And I listened to it, and it is. And it's yeah, right. it's all the ideas that made American Idiot seem fresh. It's just the same again, and it's and it's not as good. Do Let me give you one more. Go on, and then. then I'll go back to you. And this, again, is an artist that I, I love, but an artist that I can appreciate isn't everyone's bag. And throwing someone in at the deep end with him is just going to put you off. And it's Tom Waits. Right. He is, he's not everyone's cup of tea. He's but a bit jazzy, think, isn't he? It, see, yeah, the early stuff is very yeah. jazz-driven. And I think Heart Attack and Vine is probably his most accessible album. Right. And I don't mean that in a, like, a sort of, oh, you won't get the other stuff, darling. No, but it's a good... Uh, like, like It's figure, a good entry point. Like Yeah, like, figure eight was my entry point to Elliot Smith. Yeah. So on Heart Attack and Vine, you've got Jersey Girl. No, Do you know no. the Springsteen song, Jersey you know, Oh, yeah, Jersey yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a Tom yeah. Waits song. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so that's on there. And there's another one. I think Did Downtown Johnny Train Cash? might be on yeah, it. Yeah, Rod Stewart's the, covered. The, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and there, but as, as I ain't Rod Stewart. On, oh, come on. Come on, B.A. Come on. Oh. Baby Jane, that's all I'm going to say. 
but yeah, the Tom Waits, uh, towards the end of the album, there's some like piano stuff, and it's like it's just it's it's great. But yeah, so that 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 I think you'd that'd be a good introduction right. too. Right, and the next few on my list: Siamese Dream, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I don't own it. I'm aware. I'm aware of it. Shall we say? Right, the guitar sound on that is just amazing. The way it's just layered and it's just mm-hmm. it's the sound of it. It's just like if you you could hear three bars from any song and you could say that's off Siamese yeah. Dream. You might not yeah. know the song. You just know that's off Siamese Dream. I think yeah. it's amazing. I've got Live Through This by Hole. I think Courtney Love gets a lot of stick and not enough credit. And I think she's an amazing front woman. I think yeah. she's an amazing <clears throat> singer. And I think at a time when it was all blokes, I think as a performer, and I wish I'd seen them back in the days. Like I think they've been brilliant, like energy wise. Mm. She's she's one of the artists that I show Lily to say, look, I know, you know, you may be an 11 year old girl, but look what you can do. This, this woman, she rocks as hard as any of those blokes do. Mm. And I think Live Through This is just is, is, yeah. is a really good album. I've then got Dirt by Alice in Chains. I actually know that album. Have you listened to it from start to finish? Probably not. You might right. have subjected me to it. Right. I should tell you, right, it's got one of the probably top five greatest intros to any song ever, and that's Rain When I Die. It's What's the big track off it? Wood. Yes. But it's also got Rooster. Yes, Rooster, yeah. Um, Junkhead. Godsmack's on there, I think. Rain When I Die is amazing. And it's going to leave you wanting a shower. Brilliant, yeah. It literally is a man in the grips of heroin addiction there. Yeah. And it's, I'm not saying I know what that's like. I just know when I listen to that, I feel dirty. Saying that, when I listen to Pulp, I feel dirty. I need, feel like I need a shower. But that's more <laughs> for a different reason. That's more like, yeah. you're a dirty bugger, Jarvis Cocker. I'm going to give you two more quickly. I'm going to give you Come and Feel the Lemon Heads. Shame About Ray was the first album there's I got, and then I went back yeah. and got this one, and it was this one that made me think this could be one of my favourite bands. Shame About Ray, I was like, I think this is good. I'm pretty mm. sure this is good. I'm pretty sure this is a band for me. Come yeah. on, feel the lemon heads. It was like, this is definitely a band for me. You can keep your Beatles when you can write mm. pop songs like Evan Dando does. Like that. And there's, I don't think there's a bad track on that album. Um, yeah, I've never heard it. it. I'd, be, I'd, I'd like to hear that. It's simple, it's catchy. Uh, yeah. The Lemonheads are the first band that both me and Hazel loved before we met. So yeah. it was like one of those coming together moments. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, what band do you like? Oh, I like the Lemonheads. Oh, I love the Lemonheads too. Yeah. Our son Evan is named after Evan Dando. That's got um, Big Gay Heart on it. And yeah, the, yeah, I know that's right. The, yeah. great, the great Big No. Um, it's ringing bells. Yeah, Jello Fund. Um, Don't can't say I've heard it though. I love it. Then I really should have something by Chris Cornell on there, mm-hmm. but I can't listen to Chris Cornell anymore. On my list, I've got Temple of the Dog, Super Unknown, and Down on the Upside. I haven't listened to Chris Cornell since he passed. Um, not on, but well, I've tried several times and I can't get through more than half a song without yeah. break, breaking down in absolute bits. And I don't know why it's hit me so hard. The other day we watched Man of Steel, you know, the Superman film. And about a third of the way through, Seasons came on. And I just absolutely burst out bawling. Mm. It's strange how stuff hits you, though, doesn't it, like that? I don't know what it's about, Canal, but I just, yeah, I can't I can't mm. get over not there not being another Chris Cornell record. I can't get over it. And I know it's a stranger. It's someone I've never met before. And I just, yeah, for me, mm. I'm getting upset talking about it. Um, I think because he was always there and then he wasn't, from the moment I started getting into bands, 
he was either there or he was he was just part of that scene that was integral to my growing up and then yeah not there and i can't i, I just and it's a real shame because he's he's amazing his yes, voice is amazing yeah. sound garden are amazing mm-hmm. his solo stuff's amazing <laughs> but i then in a minute i can't do it so at some point i will give you one of those three albums yeah okay but i don't know if i can listen to it yet fair enough and on that note i'll pass over to you again I will just go through. So I'm, I'm in certainly into the bottom third of my list, mate. So I'll give you the ones that I think you'll like. Obviously, when I, you know, because I sent mm-hmm. this to you, there are two Christmas albums. Yeah, I don't do Christmas. I won't subject you to. I would just say that one of those albums, for the, for the record and for the tape, I know it's Phil Spector. I know that's a bit dicey. But <laughs> Phil Spector's Christmas gift for everyone that he produced is, if, it, if they weren't Christmas songs, that album would never be out of my car. Right. To be honest, it's still in my car, but that's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> but that is like you listen to that, the production of it, like that whole wall of sound thing, is is mind blowing. Anyway, do you know the Gaslight Anthem? Right. So Gaslight Anthem are a Jersey band. Big, big Springsteen influence. What? Channel Islands. Yes. Sorry, New Jersey band. Now I have picked um, handwritten. Which is probably it's, it's one of their better albums, but I think it's probably again the most accessible. And just as a little sweetener for you, not only is it a big Springsteen influence, and like they perform together and stuff on their B sides album, they do a cover of "State of Love and Trust." Oh, excellent! And he's he's a great. I think he's a great songwriter. He's got a touch of the Springsteens about him. Mm-hmm. He's got a good voice. They're a good, but they're what I would call a solid band. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not the greatest band in the world. They're just a good band, and that's a good album. That's, they might not change your life, but you'll enjoy it. Yeah, there's loads of bands that like I if I never heard them again, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. But when I hear them, it's nice. The next two, which I think are worthy, well I say worthy, that like you probably wouldn't have heard, but I think you'll you'll like and you will enjoy is uh, better with Sound Clash, Sound of the Mosaic. You you probably heard when the night when the night feels my song. It was on that T-Mobile advert way back oh, when. Right, okay. Good song, and they're like they're kind of they're kind of a bit dub and a bit reggae, but they're really cool. And the bass playing on it is out of this world. And again, it's one of those albums I probably feel very fondly about because it's probably one of the last bands that me and Ben got into together, sort right. of thing. But yeah, mate, the guy's got a great voice there, French Canadian. And they're really fucking good. And yeah, I, I think, yeah, that might improve your life a little bit, that one. London Calling, I don't think we need to talk about that. Um, Punk and Droblick, No Effects, another great album. But the last one I, I haven't say, listened to No Effects since I moved out of um, Steve's place in 2004. Like, so, right. and basically, he had a massive drug and drink fueled mm-hmm. breakdown. And he did this Coco the Clang thing, and everyone was like, fuck, he's going to die soon. And I haven't heard much new No Effects. I heard one song that is about him being sort of, he, as he says himself, it's not, not well, I don't think it's necessarily weird, but he called, he says, like, I'm weird. He is very openly like, I'm a fucked up dude. I'm into some weird shit. Like, did I see they'd re recorded an album and given it another name or something? Yeah, so what they've done, they re recorded Linoleum, just That's the, right. the song. The new and basically, they Yeah. And it's just like, basically saying that it's our best song but we're sick of everyone fucking playing it and playing yeah. it wrong 
they so yeah. they so they ret- they've retired it with this new oh, one. Right, okay. great band. Um, and the last one, which you as you were saying about Ben Folds, mm-hmm. so I think this band, well, guy slash band, Bright Eyes. Do you know Bright Eyes? I don't know. So Bright Eyes is you know he he thinks he's Bob Dylan. He's not Bob Dylan, but like this album, I'm Wide Awake. It's morning is as a piece of work as an album is one of like it's it's just top to bottom an incredible album and it's like you were saying about Ben Folds how like it kind of twists your emotions all yeah. around and sort of like it's very much like that so one song first day of my life is, is mine and Catherine's song if you will right it's just a beautiful piece of like it's just amazing and it is a bit uh, you would probably for the time to come out you would call it an emo record right you probably would but it is an incredible piece of work. And it is like, it's, it's just him, you know, he's a singer-songwriter, Connor O'Burst, I think his name is, but he goes under by Bright Eyes. Really good. I think it will tap into your Ben Folds. You're probably going to hear him and think he's a poor man's Ben Folds, right. is what I would say. It's funny, and I I'll probably listen to Ben Folds and say he's a poor man's Bright Eyes. I think that is a good example of the age difference. similar styles but liking what we know a little bit. Yeah, and, and the age difference, like, coming to it. Like, yeah. So, so you met, I don't know when Bright Eyes was started. I probably came to Ben Folds with Whatever and Ever Are Men, which would have been about 98, so I would have been 19. So whether that's a similar sort of age as you came to Bright Eyes, or I don't know. Uh, yes, probably. So the, the album is was 2005. Right, so you so, would have been nearly 20, 18, yeah. 19. So about, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I would have heard it then. I think I may no. have come to it a bit. Very Certainly good. would have but heard we're, it. We're bumpkins, remember? So, but it, yeah, yeah. If it's big in America and then it's big in London and then we get mm. it like two years later. But that's that's a proper, proper good out. And it's what you said, it's one of those. It's like, like just what just, up and down. It's, right. Just on us being bumpkins. Nevermind came out, I think it was September 91. I don't remember anyone having an actual copy of it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just had it taped off a mate, taped off a mate, taped off a mate. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until, in 91, we were still living in Everly. So we didn't move up to sort of Easter 92. We moved up to... Up to you were on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about that. That's when I first noticed people having it. That's when I first heard it, if you like. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. When, like, it, it might have been the on. It might have been someone said, "Er, listen to that." Yeah, because then yeah, I was, yeah, because then I was listening to Guns N' Roses and Bon Jovi and yeah, Jason Donovan. There's a couple on the list you sent through you haven't mentioned. I just think Jay Z and Kanye. See now that is a proper good album. I'd so it's like a, to it's listen to that because oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I didn't know how that would float your boat and I didn't want to subject you to it it's really good it took them like eight well eight or nine years to record because they wanted it to be completely they didn't want any risk of leaks and things so they so how they did it was when they were together like for something else they would do it so it wasn't all Kanye and Jay-Z are in the studio together it was like well they're on tour together or they're they're doing something together but then they were you know and I would listen to that yeah King Blues are a really cool band my thoughts on the King Blues are, if you're going in, be prepared not to like half of it, which is right. an odd thing to say about a band that you really like. But I quite like that about them. 
that like they're stylistically all over the place, which is cool. So then I put the George, first George Ezra album on there. Thinking about they got stuff. Shotgun on it. The kids like Shotgun. That's a great track. Teddy oh, loves that. But no, that's the but symbol. Do you know they reckon he's the most popular artist in the under five for the under five? Brilliant. That first album. If if you ask me what album have I listened to most in the last five years, it is probably that album. All right. Um, he's got a great voice. He has got an, a, like a, he's got a really good voice. Really, yeah. The Johnny Cash Christmas Collection because it's great. And I love Christmas music. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> um, the one you mentioned, actually, and there is another album by a band called The Go Team, which is really cool. Now, the best way, I, like, me and Trezen's got into them a few years ago. It's almost like guitar-based dance music, kind of. Cool. But it's quite world music. It's pretty cool. And then another one you mentioned is Pulp Different Class, because that album oh, what is, a record that is different class. It's like... Misshaped is... Misshapes makes, oh. me fucking, makes me fucking cry, man. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm emotional about stuff. But you listen to it, it's like, mm. it's, yeah, I just love it's it. It's so different to like, isn't it? In many ways. And I, I, I've read this thing on the internet about it, and it was like six music or mm. something like that. Put a post on their Facebook page, like, "What's your favorite?" Like, I think it might have turned. Well, I suppose thirty years, twenty five, maybe it'd be about ninety four. Yeah, so 20, maybe, yeah. So, well, anyway, however many years ago. And, like, they said, oh, what's your favourite track? And, like, so many people on there were trying to be cool and not say common people. And, like, fuck off. What? Like, that that's full like, length, the album the version of the song. Oh, yeah. mate, that middle eight. They'll yeah. never understand how it feels to live your life with no meaning or control. Yeah. Is that on it? Yeah. Something like that. It's and, just, like, that like, gets me because, like, for so long, we've, like, we've just been broke. Me and Hazel, mm. we've been absolutely broke. And mm. but yeah, that like yeah, he just sums it up. It's he's an amazing songwriter, amazing lyricist. Yeah. And that's a good example for me of a song that like because people say like like again, I suppose it's a little bit like Is he the Sheffield Springsteen? <laughs> yeah, he probably is, yeah. Best songwriter, oh, actually, best songwriter to come out of Sheffield. What about Alex Turner of the Arctic Monkeys? I'd take Jarvis, I think. Oh god. To be See, fair, I don't really know the Arctic Monkeys, but Again, it's not on my list, no. but again, it probably should be. There's an album he did for a film called Submarine, right. which, which Richard Ayawadi directed, yeah. and it's six songs, and it's 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 really good. It's really really good. Um, I, I think that's everything off my list. Right, um, I, I've got a few more, not many more. Yeah, one you don't want to hear: Appetite for Destruction. You see, right, you see, I thought I don't want to hear it. You don't want to listen to the switch out of mine. See, I with Guns and Roses, You Could Be Mine, that's a great track. On that album... That's off, that's off the Terminator, isn't it? They did a double album, Use Your Illusion 1 and Use, yeah, yeah, Use yeah. Your Illusion 2. Like, like, so there's probably 25, 26 tracks on, across the two. There's probably yeah. only seven or eight good songs, mm. and they are really good. Getting the rain claps on that, isn't it? Getting the uh, breakdown, yeah, estranged. Civil War is a banger. You could be mine, um, be and then on the other one, song. yeah, double talking jives good. That's on yeah, the, I, that's on use, use your illusion one. Shotgun blues is pretty good, but yeah, I, I, appetite's amazing from start to finish. Holy Bible by the Manics, just yeah. because I think it's so morose and miserable, and mm-hmm. it's quite hard going. But when you're I'm trying to think. I would have been 14 or 15, and these dudes turn up on top of the pops with 
balaclavas on and army mm. fatigues and then that riff on faster yeah yeah it's like oh i don't i don't know how to expect it's just the way he there's no way those lyrics should scan and he gets them mm. in yeah not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. just on faster but like on um on yes and if white america told the truth for just one day its whole world would fall apart yeah like just lyrically and also the vocal dexterity that yeah, yeah, yeah. does, and that is just yeah, it's amazing. And there's some riffs on there as well. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. And it's not one that I could never imagine myself listening to. There's if you know what I mean. Stuff, there's weird stuff like the intense humming of evil is just. Mm. I think it's amazing. It's album. like it's Full Stone Seven on that. Yeah, that's dark as fuck. Like, yeah, you know, that's on that. I've got Rock Art and the X-ray style. Joe Spurman and the Messenger. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cool. yeah. I. Yeah, I I think the Mescalero stuff is better than the Clash stuff. It well, sits for me. A, it's a big a shout, but yeah, yeah. I I listen to the Mescaleros more than I listen to mm. the Clash by a long way. You know what I was saying about the King Blues, where like, and there might be other bands, but like when you listen to it, you you think if you go in thinking I'm going to love this start to finish, and you you might not. Mm. I, I get I think that about the later Clash stuff. So like stuff like Combat Rock and yeah. some of the Mascalero stuff, I feel like that a little bit. I don't love it all, but I don't mind that I don't love it all. I think um, Rock Out and X-Ray style is the strongest, but if you were yeah. to amalgamate the best songs off all three albums, you'd have mm. a banger. I think Street Calls the one I've listened to the most. Now, Street Calls the one that's got um, Redemption song on it. Yeah, and Silver and Gold. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's couple, and then then we're just about done. It's been a, it's mm-hmm. been a marathon. So, do you know the replacements? No. Early to mid eighties, post punk, I suppose. Yeah. So I got into them because of two songs on the same track for singles by Paul Westerberg. If you think early jangly REM, but a bit edgier, I'm gonna. I think I'll give you that one at some point because I really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I... Even though it's. Like nine, 1984, I think. I've literally the last, the last two years I've been listening mm. to it, and it's yeah. a, it was a really good album. And then I've got Nevermind or In Utero, I think. But then I don't think we can add anything new to the Nirvana conversation. Springsteen, I've got The Rising and Wrecking Ball because they're the two albums. Mm-hmm. For, I, Springsteen was for me, Springsteen was always about like always on the radio. And then yeah. I, I got into him properly with that uh, Seeker Sessions album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. Part. And then I went back and found and listened to The Rising. And I thought it was like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I, I, hmm. And then Wrecking Ball, I think, is an absolute monumental, the right artist, the right themes, the right songs, yeah. at the right time. Probably my favourite Bruce Springsteen album. Yeah, it is very good. And what I like about Springsteen, I think part of the reason that um, he really sticks out for me is that, like, oh, you know, I was saying earlier, like, Dylan's probably hasn't had a great record for 40 years. I think Springsteen still got it. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah, I think yeah. he, like, and, like, and I think he, I think Wrecking Ball's, a, I really like that. You're right, that is a really good album. Yeah. I love, like, Jack of All Trades off it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, but also, if you think of like later Springsteen stuff, um, Devils and Dust. 
yeah, yeah. You know, it's but amazing. What's interesting though, Devils and Ducks, that's nearly, I'm nearly 20 years old. I've got two more things to go. You look like you're falling asleep there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm right. What time are you at this morning? About half past six. Kids oh, right. woke up. I was up before you. Then. Over and she goes, You told Not Teddy too. you'd make him pancakes. Hang on. So I had to get out of bed. My kids have to get dragged out of bed. Like literally dragged out of bed and they kick off if you know Hazel well, well I'll get up and go to work I'll go out the door at five to seven they need to be up in this part of the way dressed by then and it's yeah. never such hard work but you watch tomorrow morning they'll be up at six um last couple on my list I think it's probably going to be covered by the replacements to be honest but I've got REM Fables of the Deconstruction yeah. or Life's Rich Pageant um yeah very good albums Great band. I like REM, everything up to, is it Out of Time? We're losing my religion. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, yeah. that, I'm basically the stuff that mum got in, that mum likes. Oh, but I remember mum getting new adventures in hi fi, and that is an amazing. Album. I gave her that for Christmas, for a birthday yeah. Christmas. Great but, album, that. Proper I, good. But yeah, no, I like the. Uh, I was surprised to see REM on your list, actually. Really? Yeah, I think yeah, I didn't because think be your bag at all. No, I, but again, it's the last two or three years I've hmm. sort of got into the earliest. So I've got those two, and then the last one again is a coin toss. I don't know how much of the Pixies you listen to. Mm, where is my mind? In that case, you have to listen to Do That. I've gone back and started listening to some of Frank Black's solo stuff, hmm. and the Black Better Days album is just amazing. First song on it. Like mm. I, I, I'll happily skip the first track and then listen to the rest of it all the way. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. Fantastic, I love it. So that's my list. Nice, some good stuff so, on there. Nice one. All right, all right. Go, go and see you, missus. Yeah, you too. I'll then I'll see you later. Yeah. Um. And what was I going to say? I can't remember. It must have been bullshit. Must have been bullshit. Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our first show. That's kind of the conceit behind this show is we'll pick a record off that list for each other every week and then we'll see whether we like it or not. Who knows? I'm a little bit worried about some of the stuff on Jack's list. It's a bit... It's a bit new, whereas he seemed quite positive about my list. It was either stuff that he kind of knew the artist or knew of the artist. Maybe I've got old and I'm right in the middle of the road, I don't know. Maybe I'm not as cool as I think I am. But this could be interesting. I wonder what homework he's going to set. Anyway, hopefully next week you can check in, see what records we listen to. A bit more general brotherly banter. Don't forget, there'll be links in the show notes for websites and Spotify playlists and Alvin and the Angry Barrel stuff. That's Jack's band if you didn't pick up on that earlier. Give us a subscribe if you fancy it. If you want to hear more of us talking shit, that'd be great. Right, that's it from me. I'll speak to you next week. Have a good one. Hey, 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 hey!